Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Wiseman, one of the hosts of Did We Do It? Before we get started, give us a follow, underscore Did We Do It? underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And I just have to say, enjoy the episode. Episode 2, Season 2. You may notice Kyle Gass, the actual Kyle Gass on Instagram and Twitter, he will sound buttery smooth. My microphone, however, was not working correctly, so it's a little bit fuzzy. And I know you're not supposed to say anything. It's like if you're doing a play and someone comes to the show and you say, oh, you saw the Saturday show, the Friday show was better. You shouldn't say anything, but I'm telling you, (laughs) the problem will be fixed for the next episode. Carter over at Believe Podcasts and I have worked out the issue. So going forth, no mic issues. Enjoy the show. Give us a like, give us a follow, and let us know. Did we do it? Peace. Are you ready for two aging mid-level Hollywood celebrities who think a podcast is a good idea and who ask the eternal question to fill the hole in their soul? Did we do it? Here they are, Cage and Kevin. I think because I paused it. Initial record must appear. Oh, you paused. I, yeah, I'm saving tape. Oh, yeah. Saving tape. Didn't want to burn any tape. You know what you have to when you have to change when you have to change the theme song every new season. Yeah, remember that? That had a little bit of the old days. Sure, I don't even remember the first one actually. No, that had a nice jam to it. That had like a seventies soulful jam. I like that. Might have been out of tune. I like that. I thought we were going to do the uh, also the blue microphone (laughs) jangle. Oh, we're going to do an ad for blue for Yeti Blue. We need one. I mean, sure. I th- I'm sure they'd appreciate it. They, they <gasps> sent us quite a right. bit of uh, free gear. They uh, did. We've got microphones. We've we got do. wind cancellation <laughs> that you can attach oh to your God. mic. Yeah. We've where that will will you know inhibit extraneous sound. We've got the special. What are they called? The arms, the attachments that you put your mics in. You see all the people doing it. No, we love them all. Blue. Sure. Love you. All right. Uh, this goes out to Kiev. Over at Blue Mics. Oh, yeah. Here we go. What is it? Do you have what's uh, what do we want to say? I think we just want to say how in the before times we just would use our internal mics. The days of internal mics are done. Because we've got the blue. Microphone, that's fun. When sunny gets blue, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I have, I don't have anything. You have it? Keep going. 
You got to oh, play the blues. That's what it is. Oh, my God. You're doing oh the blues. Oh, you got to do the blues course. when you're playing for the blue. Oh, man. That is going to go viral already, for blue. Yeah. I've, already <laughs> felt I've already felt pressured by you. No, <laughs> you I've already it you up. came in. There's also another bit that the, yeah, I have to look at a script. It's a full audition trigger. You know how I am. What do you think of my pippins, though? Oh, yeah. We got the dual pippins. We both wearing, for the Ladies and gentlemen, home. that's a reference to one of our favorite uh, actors, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> and uh, when Mr. Piven wants to Piv. look, when, when the Pivster wants it's to look just, serious. Well, he epitomizes for us Hollywood, that yeah. certain type of Hollywood that it's kind of a bygone era now. But now we we've adopted. We saved the glasses. <laughs> well, I had I had gotten the Lasix in. Uh, in 2005 maybe 2004 and the guy who did my lasix uh he needed to tell yeah. me that he did tiger woods and kenny g he made sure oh, that wow. i knew okay right. dr maloney in yeah in, yeah in beverly hills he was the guy and you know the one in beverly hills rank dank rank dank that would be great if Dr. Maloney had that playing when you were walking in. You know the one in Beverly Hills. Kenny G, Tiger Woods. I did them too. Beverly Hills. I actually, that's like my least favorite line. Sort of shoehorned it in there. What's your favorite Prince song? I like, you know how I like to well, pick, pick your music That one's pretty, that one's pretty. I do like that one. Let's go crazy, because it's got that guitar break at the end, which I know. Yeah. And I think it's over, and they keep going. They kind of change his key at the end. Oh, Prince, man. Yeah, he really did kind of fuse a lot of different... Uh, genres together i mean we've got kiss that's a great song <clears throat> hey i cry. jumping around did you see the Chappelle? raspberry final, i haven't seen final, it yet no, no, I have, no. I, there's a lot of controversy though i i'm not a big fan of the uh the targeting yeah. of the lgbtq community no no i was yeah it really kind of rubs me the wrong way so it's are you saying from- Chappelle? Cancel. I think so, man. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't Dude, know about we cancel, but I, I think that he obviously He's crossed the line for you. It's like, wait, I can't. Well, I haven't seen it yet. So, so, but I, right. I've read quite a bit about it. Well, you're yeah. on the Twitter machine. Yeah, and people you know Twitter, what's up. You know what's up. And I don't think it's a hasty reaction. I think it's like, hey, man, <clears throat> you can't at this point. You know, you're you're siding with uh, J.K. Rowling. You're you know you're staunchly <laughs> defending her. Wait, the baby. Don't forget the baby. Yeah, it's like, dude. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let's let's rethink this approach. You know. I think I heard some of the baby. Uh, and and yeah. also like you know it's it's a fact that a lot of uh, LGBTQ teens, seventy percent of them that don't have support from the family, either find themselves addicted to 
heavy drugs or attempt to kill themselves. So like something oh like God. this, yeah. somebody, no, that's a true, that's an actual no, it's number. True. I'm, not, I'm not being facetious. Right. So somebody in that much of a public eye on Netflix, people are streaming, it's trending. It's like, come on, let's be responsible here. That's all I'm saying. It's like, yes, it's comedy. But like, if you're really going to the mat about this issue, Dave, it's like, maybe let's dial it back a little bit. That's all, all right. Saying. But just to go devil's advocate, and I'm not a yeah, Chappelle yeah, apologist no, and I don't. But isn't that part of why we like Chappelle? I feel like Joe Rogan, totally going underdog on the wrong side. <laughs> I'm like, but wait a minute, isn't there a place for him to, and it the uh, uh, just a dialogue in the town square? And also, what we love about Dave is he goes there, pushes, uh, you know, limits. Yes, but I feel like of- this, he had already gone there. And then people reacted. Right. And he doubled. He down. doubled down. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you really had to double down, dude. We've already been there. We've gone down he, uh, this road. You've well, made your he, opinions he, clear. Now yeah, you're getting to the point where people are like Trump, kind of, using what you're saying as motivation. As a weapon, he's weaponizing. Yes, he weaponizing uh, exactly, and that's oh, what man. concerns me. That's what concerns me. Now, before me. this though, but I, I just have to still say on Chappelle only because he's been so great. I'm not denying he's one, he's one of the best. Isn't not he the just? Best. I, and Talking I think about that, this one maybe issue. the best. Sure. That, so that's even think of that. He's the Jordan of comedy right now, or he has the top slot. I just think he was not. He he. he th- this was miscalculated on his part. You know what I mean? This one particular issue. Again, I have to watch it, but I've read enough about it, and people are upset. What uh, about this could, this concept though? The fact that I have to watch it now, even though I would probably agree with you. I'll probably be like, ah, Dave, you've taken it too far, and that's not good. I'm going to disagree. I don't know if you're canceled, but I know it's coming, and I still watch it. So am I part of the problem just by watching it? Well, sure. You're saying no bad press. No press is bad press. People are tuning in. I almost thought it could have been a plant or – I mean, he was doing it – was, it, was, uh, it was a plan. It was a pandemic on his part. <laughs> to. <Do you>, uh, <laughs> Sorry, anytime I can say pandemic. Sure, I never heard that. that. That's a new one. What you, you coined new Pando? One. You coined Pando? You coined before times? Well, you coined pandemic? You're on fire! <laughs> I've never heard we someone keep take it. a tragedy <laughs> and turn it into gold. You're saying too soon. <laughs> too soon. No, because you're not. You're not. Listen, I know yet. that that listeners are important. I'm trying to spice it up. Sure. As per your notes. Speaking of uh, listeners, Speaking of I, just spices. Want, I just want to say the reaction to the first episode was fantastic. We picked up a lot of new followers. I'm going to single out a few. Owlbeard.band just uh, sent over a message and said, yay, I just started following after I heard the new cast. I love it. Thank you, Owlbeard. We've got the new cast. Who's the new cast? No, the new cast, like uh, the uh, apostrophe cast, as in podcast. See what I'm saying? We call it a cast. (laughs) We call it a cast. Uh, A P-cast? Tim, our our buddy Tim Zoll, one of our biggest fans. Awesome podcast. Love the chemistry. Keep it up. Uh, thanks for answering my question. Um, and we got some new questions. Should we go to questions already too soon? Is that well, all that, we got? You know, it, it, did remi- <laughs> it did remind me that um, I was thinking we should rank our, uh, remember these have top five. You're saying it was on MySpace, yeah. top five friends. I was saying maybe we should go top, top 10 fans. in order. Top 10. Most important uh, fans of the podcast. Well, I've, I was afraid top five, it's not going to get it. Well, all right, here I'm lot. gonna start it. I'm gonna start yeah. it off. 
Okay. I think it starts with Jack. He listens to every. Yeah. He listens to every podcast. He did send and, me a message telling me he, he very much. And apparently he sent episode. you a message. Yeah. yeah too. Yeah. Uh, which thank you, Jack. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the love. We appreciate I'm putting him in number one. And it's just, you know. Wow. Just, Hold on yeah. a second. Usually you go backwards to front. You're going frontwards. No, to no. Back. One is one. Oh, you're saying we should start at 10? Well, that's what people do. They do a countdown. No, I think, yeah, for yeah. purposes right. of this. 10. Because, this is going to take the entire podcast. Chop, chop. All right. I'll just go, Michelle. Michelle number two, Ashley, our your manager. Yeah, Alex, number, number three. three. I'm gonna go Doctor Ketchup, number four, who just Wani messaged Wani us. five. A Wani, but Doctor Ketchup did just message us and say, "Why did you... I don't want to? I don't want to rank." Are we going out live? Is this I don't want to rankle the feathers, but why did Kyle cancel the tour? Well, this is... we'll get to oh. that. <laughs> Doctor Ketchup is beast. Doctor Ketchup is beast. <sighs> Listen, uh, there are so many, so many forces. I know I've been just. We'll get to it. Number dreading. six, I'm going to oh. say Hypnotico. You know Hypnotico. He messages us all the time. I got my sister, Cassie Wiseman. She yeah. loves the show. She sent over a message saying, What are you binging on television right now, <laughs> Kyle? Or any suggestions for your fans? Succession. I oh. finished both seasons. Yeah. It's 20 hours. I mean, it's like a halftime, full-time job watching it. But sure. I got in that mode that I hadn't been since Breaking Bad. I couldn't. I felt like the the mouse pressing the heroin button. I yeah. just kept pressing. But, man, once I was in, I was fully in. I've been and a I fan. can't wait. And just like Patton Oswald, apparently, he can't wait for the new season. Yeah. Patton, I'm with you. Sure. You want to be a guest on the show? You want to talk it over? I know, Patton. He and I were on the Weird Al Yankovic show together, directed by Peyton Reed. Uh, maybe you've seen it. Weird Al had a little sideshow. He was hoping it was going to be like the Pee Wee Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And uh, I played Spike, the town bully, and I played yeah. Patton's character. This was like 20 years ago. Listen, In we fact, this is a desperate name drop portion of the podcast. Yeah. Well, is it? Now I'm talking about uh, the Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> 20 years show. ago. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he's a good guy. If he's around, I'll cut that out. Yes, and in fact, I've been a fan of Brian Cox's. Uh, who plays the patriarch of the family for years. Obviously, people know him from his film intelligent work. Can you name his character now? Uh, on the show? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> you? As Kevin is going to his device. No, Logan Roy, the Logan, Roy family. Yeah, the Roy family, the head of the family, Logan Roy. Yeah, but you, it's fresh in your mind. You just watched it. So you're Logan I had Roy. to make sure. It was escaping me. I thought, I should just know these characters. I love them so much. Of course, you got Shiv. Shiv. And you got Kendall. Kendall. And then my favorite. Uh, Rory Culkin. Rory Culkin's character. You love yeah, him. Yeah, Roman. Roman. Uh, just uh. probably one of my favorite characters in, in a long time. Does it make you want to have that kind of money or does it make <laughs> you bristle? At no. That well, dynamic? It's just, it, well, it just says that, hey, you know, money, it, can, it has its own set of problems. It's as great as seems like it might be, but... You're saying more money, more problems. Carter, no. cue it up.
Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores. You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got blocks, who mostly go shit down to the blue drop. The same old pimp. It skewers the rich. <laughs> it skewers the rich pretty good. It, it really just kind of like shines a light on, on family dysfunction at any level. But Brian Cox, I saw in a play over at the Zephyr what? Theater on Melrose, one man show. He did uh, Craps Last Tape. Oh, uh, Samuel he Beckett. did craps. I love craps last tape. I think I saw Steve Porter do it twice. I saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen way too that much craps last tape. <laughs> don't you but, think that I, that could be? Don't you think I could probably nail that character? Yeah. See, I think that may be better to work on than the Chinatown script that you brought in. Maybe. Well, craps. okay. Listen, I just rewatched Chinatown, 1974 oh. classic, written by. Robert Town directed. You know, it might be a top three for me. It might be a. It's not the best movie. It is a. All right, top three. I'm going to go Godfather. Sure. Chinatown. Sure, 1974. And nobody knows why, but Rosemary's Baby, 67. 1967. You got two Polanskis and a. I know. Is that. And then, see, should I have canceled? I should have canceled. Polanski? Well, do you separate the man from the artist? The art from the artist? Let's keep it. The man from the art or the art from the artist, sure. That's what I mean. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Are, like, well, are, well, people say well, that, that was Michael in, Jackson. Uh, Can you listen to Michael Jackson songs now? Can we separate the art from the artist? Correct. I guess that is. And you're saying yes. You're saying not a problem for you. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, of course, when I, I mentioned his name, I bristle. You know what I mean? Like, God, I got I'm not I got afraid to, to so take I'm, on the issues here, are we? This is an issue day. Well, we'll just I'm go re- right at it. <laughs> I'm reading this book. Well, I'm actually listening to it called The Big Goodbye by Sam Wasson, which is a Chinatown in the last years of Hollywood and kind of mm. how that period. It, it's, it, it's a nice companion piece to Easy Rider, Raging Bulls, which is the Peter Biskind book about the golden age of cinema, the 1970s, yeah, yeah. the Hal Ashby movies, Coppola, you know, basically everything pre-1977 when Spielberg rolled in with the animatronic shark and that was the end of Hollywood, according to Peter Biskind. In that, that was the beginning of the blockbuster because you had movies about people, about issues. And this movie was basically a throwback to noir movies, but with real issues. How did L.A. become a city by people stealing water and robbing the community and lying to the people of L.A. because we live in a desert? (laughs) This is basically about that this town was built on thieves Griffith, <laughs> Mulholland, Melrose. I mean, look it up online. The list goes on. What Kevin is saying is we have a colorful history here. In Los Angeles. <laughs> so I thought. The O'Malley family, I think they were. I thought, let me give you a little background. It's mm-hmm, a neo-noir mm-hmm. mystery film directed by Roman Polanski, screenplay by Robert Town, starring the great Jack Nicholson and Faye Dunaway. <laughs> It was inspired by the California Water Wars, series of disputes over Southern California water at the beginning of the 20th century. Robert Evans produced it, the great Robert Evans, Paramount Pictures. It was the director's last film in the United States, and it features Roman Polanski's many elements of film noir, particularly a multi-layered story that is part mystery and part psychological drama. A fantastic script, took years to write. Basically, Robert, uh, Robert Town almost killed himself. And I thought you would be a fantastic what? Houston. Is this a shot for shot remake? This is who, this is who happening. Played, who played You're Cross. saying is this an audition or is this are we did I get the part? 
it's an audition, but it's yours to lose. <laughs> you are a front All runner. Right. And here's the thing. So, so John Houston at the time was a huge director. His father, Walter Houston, a big director. The reason yeah. why Houston did this film, mm -hmm. what do you think? Great script? No. Uh, somebody asked him? Well, yeah. But uh, why, did he, why did he say yes? I give up. Why? We, we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> Circles back to your favorite TV show. <laughs> Mo blank, Mo problems. Mo money. Money. Oh, for free. <laughs> they he had, made him he had gambled away all his money. Oh, and, no. Uh, yes, really? yes, he needed money. He took he took acting jobs, oh. like three or four in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah. For money. That was why. Oh, my gosh. And then to say he was, he was so brilliant. I remember he was always good. I think I remember seeing him in some uh, television anthology, like uh, a night gallery sort of thing. I could be totally off base. And yeah. he played some sort of... Twisted, he was a twisted sort of <laughs> murderer. I've already, I can't believe I was almost turned down this part. Hold on. What page are we on? We're on 68. Uh, okay, thank you for coming in to read, Kyle. You'll be playing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Of, uh, you'll be playing the part of Cross, mm -hmm. and I will be reading. Noah uh, Cross. Noah Cross. I'll be reading Jack's part, uh, Giddis, but now I want to remind you that he constantly mispronounces his name. Mr. Giddis. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Of course, remember. you know. So the movies <clears throat> he was doing at the time, Solely for Money, play, uh, Battle of the Planet of the Apes, The Life and Times yeah. of Judge Roy Beam. He basically took these films uh, yeah. for the cash. Breakout, which was a movie in 1975, and The Man. But what you're really saying is he wouldn't have done these roles. Had he, he not he been in a financially challenged position. He was Correct. just doing this for the money. Right. All right, I'm ready. Noah Cross is playing the father, so we think, of, of Faye Dunaway's character. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Nicholson is trying to figure out what's going on and comes to visit him at his ostensibly palatial estate. Uh, okay, but before we start, I think, Carter, we need some new segment music what's this segment called acting with Kyle and no we need a better name, Kyle, you got a better name. classics <laughs> all classics. right i think i'm ready here we all go right. oh i hope you don't mind i believe they should be served with the head that's fine as long as you don't serve the chicken that way oh, oh, oh tell me what do the police say they're calling it an accident Who's the, the investigating officer? Lou Escobar. He's a lieutenant. Do you know him? Oh, yes. Where from? We work Chinatown together. Would you call him a capable man? Very. Honest? Far as it goes. Of course, he has to swim in the same water we all do. Of course. But you've got no reason to think he's bungled the case. None. Well, that's too bad. Too bad? It disturbs me, Mr. Gitz. It makes me think you're taking my daughter for a ride. Financially speaking, of course. How much are you charging her? My usual fee. Mm -hmm. Plus a bonus if I come up with results. Are you sleeping with her? Come, come, Mr. Gitz. You don't have to think about that to remember, do you? <laughs> it's Gittis. 
And if you want an answer to that question, I can always put one of my men on the job. Good afternoon, Mr. Cross. Mr. Gitz, you're dealing with a disturbed woman who's lost her husband. I don't want her taken advantage of. Please sit down. What for? You may think you know what you're dealing with, but believe me, you don't. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's what the DA used to tell me about Chinatown. Was he right? Mm. Exactly what do you know about me, Mr. Gitz? Mainly that you're rich and too respectable to want your name in the papers. <laughs> of course I'm respectable. I am old. Politicians, ugly buildings, and whores all get respectable if they last long enough. I'll double whatever your fees are, and I'll pay you $10,000 if you can find Hollis's girlfriend. Wow! <laughs> it's a wonderful. Yeah, we're gonna call it there. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. You know, less is more. Less is more, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle Gaz playing the part of Noah Cross, and of course Kevin Wiseman, myself as Mr. Gibbs. Well, weren't we really? It wasn't. Weren't we just doing an impression workshop? Yeah, I should have said uh, as John Houston. <laughs> I was doing. I mean, jazz. we yeah, weren't yeah, trying well, to reinvent. No, no. Uh, that's a great scene. Uh, the tension and the subtext in that scene. And by the way, in the book, Houston is is drunk in all of these scenes. Uh, really? Not, not, oh, yeah. He drank a half a bottle of uh, vodka in his trailer, especially in the last. Really? Oh, wow. Where they're in Chinatown and the yeah. scene where Faye Dunaway gets shot in the eye. Now, can I just ask you, was that just kind of due to the anxiety of the acting to kind of get a, uh, some courage or was he just sort of a straight up alcoholic who was just I think at that point an alcoholic and like I guess Angelica mm. Houston was dating Jack at the time and showed oh, up yeah. on the set and got went into the trailer and and, and uh, Houston was like where the hell have you been and, uh, <laughs> oh my god supposedly was like the, the line between his character cross and Houston blurred and then when they're out in Chinatown and he's sitting around the car remember Faye yeah. Dunaway's car. Yeah. He's like holding court with all the crew and everybody's listening with rapt attention. And Polanski had to be like, please stop telling stories and let, we have to get this. John, please. He couldn't remember his lines. I mean, he just didn't, I don't think he cared really that wow. much. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it turns out yeah. he was great. Well, that's, that's the, uh, yeah. In the final analysis, he was great, but I didn't know about that. Um, yeah. His, uh, uh, he needed the money and that he was drunk the whole time, but, Nice. Now that you mention it, I mean, he seemed pretty loose. He seemed unimpeded, un 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 for sure. Maybe that's the secret. Is that it? Well, that's... <laughs> Young actors out there, we're not telling you to imbibe. Although uh, my teacher at UCLA, my acting teacher, used to say, before your headshot, take, take a little shot of something. One mm. shot. And what just to that? loosen up. What was Tom that uh, European movie where that was uh, about the friends? They were trying to stay at a certain level of. Uh, oh God, that was a fantastic Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, you. that was a fantastic. Have movie. we talked it, about this one? Are you talking about another round? The twenty twenty. Another movie. round. Yeah, he played. What Mark year was that? Twenty twenty. He played. Oh, wow, so recent. Yeah, he was. Uh, that was nominated. I think it won best. Uh, 
it won best international oh, did it film. win yeah 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 in the, in that's the right remember when it's the best foreign film we don't say that anymore sir no we don't say that anymore we say international yeah. i mean i guess foreign. the concept of another round was just like in order to achieve nirvana and a happy existence just a little bit of alcohol not too much but of course they (laughs) a couple of the guys started just drinking a little too you're supposed to keep it like throughout the day it's like microdosing yeah yeah. that's the thing about nine perfect strangers really taught the world to microdose thanks to nicole kidman you haven't watched it no well, spoiler alert, that's kind of sort of behind, but it's so much more. Microdosing? So much more. Yeah, have you yeah. ever tried microdosing the, the mushrooms? I have not. I have not. I remember just taking a lot, but we didn't know how much to take back then. So you just made sure you were. You, you were, were taking an balls. actual like cycle. Well, probably. Yeah. What are you trying to take? Three or four grams? Is that what yeah. No. Well, microdose is five to 10%. I'm too old. My brain's too old, Kevin, to do. No, I think you might do well with microdosing. You're not hallucinating. It's not a hallucinatory. Wow, you say it could give me that edge that I've been looking for. It's not. It's it's that creative edge. It's it's a rejiggering of perspective. Do you know what I mean? If you do it over a period of time, of what I understand, (laughs) Um, no, you do it every fourth day because you take it the first Mm. day. Maybe you do 0.15 or 0.3 percent. Then the second day, you actually are still feeling the effects. Third day, neutral day, you, you reset. Fourth day, you take it again. And you do this for a few months. And you see how you feel. And you see if you have a new perspective, if you have and kind you see, of, And you see the world awakening. in a whole new way. Yeah. You and you're not tripping. You can drive. You can, right. you, you you're can function. Present. You're yeah, highly because, functioning. Yes. I feel like being present... Yeah. We've lost that in this society because we're oh so distracted. The shaman. The shaman yeah. wise man. Well, that's why I like acting because you can't not be present. You have to be. You're forced you have to, to be. be. Yeah. You know, you have no distractions, hopefully. You know, it's mm-hmm. like yoga or it's like acting or it's like, you know, meditating. But this is another way to help, I believe, being present as opposed to taking like a Western medicine where you're taking, you know, a benzodiazepine just to like take the edge off this is like taking the edge off but it's also springing you forward does that make sense Damn, you just pulled that out your butt there that diazepam benzo i think i said it wrong benzodiazepam pam pam yeah kyle it's pam the the benzos are they're never good right Those it's are a road great. to nowhere no i remember i remember when my dad was sick um in 2010 and he had cancer and you know he he would only want me to come to the meeting the, the meeting with the doc because i have three sisters and his sister and, he, and then i had to call everybody afterwards to tell mm. each person how the meeting went it was highly stressful and he wasn't doing well but i was there for my dad and i told my doctor i am i'm having so much anxiety i'm freaking out and he was like here just to you know i'll prescribe you these it was literally like <laughs> Well, sure. That's, uh, you know, those are the good doctors. You know the one in Beverly Hills. Doctor, what's his name, by the way? 
His name, His name was Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood, <laughs> you know the one. Oh wait, in the Prince in Beverly Hills. Hills? In the... <laughs> yeah, what is his name? What is his name? Make it feel all right. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. Hey Siri, play "Let's Go Crazy." Oh, I'll, I'll have Carter play it. But, but yeah, now play playing it. Let's well, go I have crazy. To, I have to yeah, yeah, go, 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 and the it. revolution. It's right yes. at the beginning, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song makes so much more sense as I get older. It's probably the greatest song I've ever written. Yeah. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I need to tell you. Yeah? There's something else. Is it? The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day, 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 day. Or night, 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 night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one no, it's Dr. Oh, his name all is right. Dr. Everything Every, Will Be Alright. Yeah. That's his name. Uh, yeah. Dr. Everything Will Be Alright. <laughs> Hold on, let's hear it. You know the one. Dr. Dr. Everything Will Be Alright. <laughs> I think it's just Everything Be Alright. Oh, there's no will. You know the one. Was he in Beverly Hills, though? Yeah. Did he say that? You know the one. Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had my it's doctor. Doctor, everything, everything be all right. right. So it's yeah. everything be all right. Yeah. Oh, that his so middle name his is B. Middle Brian. name. Could, yeah. His middle name is Brian. Bartholomew. Every <laughs> everything Bartholomew. Dun, dun, all right. Dun, 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 you know the one. <laughs> I can I speak to Doctor <laughs> Doctor All Right, please. Oh, Doctor Everything Bartholomew. You have a line. You have a call online too. Mister All Right, Doctor All Right. Yes, Kai. Uh, is that is that Kevin? His has anxiety. Give him these pills. Oh no, he's German. Yes, Doctor Alright. Why does it always go? Why does it always end up in Germany? I can't what? believe we're canceling our own podcast. Well, I didn't say it was bad. <laughs> yeah, he's Doctor Alright. All right, I'll do it. Hey, this guy this is Doctor Alright. We like the time relation. He's from Eastern Europe. <laughs> you want a boy shot looking chicken guy. Look, look what JR just sent me. Oh my God. Sarah Diamond, October 3rd. Ron Gallo, October 7th. Kyle Gass, October 9th. That's tomorrow. Is that a real. That, <laughs> that's where you're supposed yeah. to be playing? That's well, that was it. That was it. Let's circle back. Fan questions. Yeah. Listen, you were yeah, I had to, to cancel the tour. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the sure. tour had to be canceled. How did people find out that you canceled? Well, because of stuff like that, I think I'm still on the, the marquee. Right. I wanted to come. I wanted to come. Well, dude, that's the thing is that you posted. So our first episode came out. Thank you to everybody for listening. Underscore did we do it? Underscore. You sent us some really nice messages. <laughs> I got to get it out there. Jesus. God, that was smooth. You know, a lot of, and then you posted it on your grid. 
at oh. like f- f- five in the morning because we post at four in the morning. And I, I woke up and I look, I saw, I was like, all right, Kyle, he's giving us some promo because sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I leave it up to you. Then you said, and then it was gone. Like three hours later, I was like, why <laughs> did he take it down? And then you said it was because some people were sending you messages about why did you cancel the tour? Which I thought, yeah. well, they're not. It's not you're being do it to them. You did it because the truth. of safety face. and. No, I couldn't face the truth, Kevin. Which was the ticket sales, dude? It was it early was the that, tickets. People was, were going to come. They buy tickets the night of. I, well, the, that's that's what I also wanted to say, and I, I don't know if I covered. The promoters were getting nervous. I was trying to do them a favor. It's like I don't want you to take a bath, and and I think they booked me in too big. What I'm learning is that I'm not very popular and oh, I can't fill up the big, uh, I can't fill up the big spaces. You don't do think it. you're popular? Jasper.rs, J-S-P-R.rs says, hey guys. Oh wait, this isn't the question I wanted to respond <laughs> to, to make you feel better. But hey, look at this. Train wreck Daryl Lee said he'd like to request a full episode in Sammy Davis Jr. voices. <laughs> is that jr yeah jr hey, thanks uh, jr <laughs> wait a minute hold on a second this will make you feel good pat d 2020 says does kg want a uk love toy <laughs> let's take a look well, at pat what is that? is that that's not a human being is it a love toy oh it's Mark and Pat that. Stanit D. Oh, so it's a it's a married male couple <laughs> that want to know if you'd like to join them in, as a love toy. I do. Oh, wait. Now, who's the, I'm the toy? I think so. Do you or remember they're the a toy, toy for you? Or do you, you want just to, no? Or do you want just a toy sent to you in the mail? Maybe you the need to clarify, guys. Pat D. We need more information <laughs> about this question. Do you remember the toy? The movie with Richard, starring Richard Pryor. Oh and my he played God, a toy. of course. With Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. <laughs> was that yet another classic? Not just Silver Streak. Wait, I, was Not Gene just... Wilder in that one? No, that was you know, uh, I think... Jackie Gleason. Oh, was in the toy. <laughs> he was the toy. Richard Pryor Richard was Pryor. the toy for the rich son. I'm not right. sure that would fly today. Is what I'm oh, saying. you don't think so? You don't think so? The guy in the box? We should do a, a rich remake. guy buying a human. We you should do a remake of the toy, and you <laughs> could be my toy, my child's toy. It's Kyle. You're, yeah, you're the Jackie Gleason. You're the wealthy. Oh, it seems to me this a podcast theme is really trying to make me feel good. It is. So here's one that you're going to love. Dogs who vape says <laughs> gear talk and had a guitar, and I know you love talking about gear. Sure. Sure. And uh, guitar, and then had a little drum. So I guess they want to know um, about my drum, my drum. drum Yeah, I'm gonna say Ludwig, and uh, (laughs) I'm a Slingerland guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, very classic. I like the old school, like the Gene Krupa Slingerland. But Mm -hmm, what's mm -hmm. your what's your what guitar are you playing these days that you love? What's the sweetest sound? It doesn't matter. Did you see my uh, post? See, that's what I knew you would react that way.
in the stream. I don't know. It's in my mind. I don't know. Uh, while you're tuning up there, I just want to uh, clarify. Thanks some of our sponsors. Thanks some of our sponsors. Uh, who, who sponsors us? Uh, I think we're going to be working with Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Stand by for Magic Spoon. What happened to my no ads policy? No. I, I can't you believe know, I'm selective <laughs> listening. Selective listening. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to the Hollywood Food Coalition. I spoke about them last week. I work with them. They are an organization here in Hollywood serving food, insecure people for 365 days a year since 1987 and have launched an exchange to provide food and goods to the community. Hashtag HofoCo or Hollywood Food Co. on Instagram. Check them out. They're awesome people. They're a great organization. So check them out. A couple people reached out and wanted more information. So there it is. Kevin, virtue signaling. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, hey, that. Tim Zoll, one of our biggest fans who was in the top 10, <laughs> he wants to know what Famous. are the biggest misconceptions about Hollywood, Kyle? Mm. What would you say to that? Wow, biggest misconceptions. Well, I guess what are the conceptions? I guess Hollywood, it is uh, a lot of talented people. We're here doing it. You have to. They matriculate yeah. here, and that's the key: is the matriculation. Yeah. If you're super talented in Cornwall, Indiana, sure. Like, well, I think I might go to Hollywood. I I might be too talented for Cornwall. Sure, but so. it's kind of like playing a sport in that you could be the the premier quarterback in your small town, and then you get to the next level, and all of a sudden everyone's the premier quarterback from their town. You know what I mean? So the competition continues to grow. <laughs> well, the level of talent is is high. <laughs> so you really have to have your A game at all times. I also think one of the misconceptions is when you when you do start to work, if you're fortunate enough to, to work and get jobs, you think, oh, you know, I think the conception, the misconception is everyone will remain friends and 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 stay in touch after each project but it's kind of like summer camp you kind of you're you're in, it's an intense family and then you move on and, yeah and you don't really you don't really remain in touch with a lot of people until you see them again however many years later and you're like hey i just had this uh, 20 year anniversary jen garner put together for alias and it was incredible seeing cast and crew you know the, from the dp to the first ac camera department to the props department to the craft service department to the actors. It was great. It was like a high school reunion. I hadn't seen these people with the exception of on social media for 20 years. Well, actually 15 years. It was 20 years since the uh, premiere of the show. And uh, it was like a high school reunion. And it wasn't because I don't love or care about these people. We had an incredible time, but people move on. Other projects, life, family, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Where's your beanie? Where's your beanie? I know. Maybe like that's not. I'm not on my game. I don't got my beanie. <laughs> <laughs> my hair is out of control. You're saying success has many fathers. Sure. But failure. <sighs> failure. You're is an orphan. orphan. Yeah, I knew you were saying. It's an orphan. Let me get my beanie. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get the beanie. <laughs> All right, I'm in. Come on. 
Oh no, oh he's got the phoenix, and that's what he knows. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have your game. Come on, get a tip on your game now. Get the beanie on. I went from B game with no beanie to A game. Once I put on the beanie, and you might notice the insignia on this beanie, which is Dogtown and Z Boys. Did you ever see that documentary? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, my sister, Laura Wiseman, shout out, she's friendly with those guys. And we were able to go over to the Dogtown, you know, shop. And Ellie, my daughter, um, they they gifted her some fantastic skateboards and gave me some some swag. And yeah. uh, so love, love to the folks over at Dogtown Skateboards. Get yourself one, Kyle. <laughs> the way you just transition, your transitions are just spot on now. It's like you were born to do it. Born to do it. Stuck on 270. Okay, on my Instagram. on your on your gram. I used to grow. I used. To, was it because I was posting every day, or you're saying that some people have stopped? Well, I'm saying you're continuing to gain followers, but you're also losing followers at a precipitous <laughs> rate. So it's an even. You know, I was trying to gaining a thousand, to get you to make you say it, and you're losing a thousand, gaining a thousand, losing fifteen hundred. Well, then what gaining, the fuck happened? Well. Kevin? Too many posts. Too many posts <laughs> Too and deletes. Have, Too many I've, posts and deletes. I've sworn. <laughs> yeah. What's what's a better was he better in Chinatown or Cookies? I'm saying Chinatown was his best performance of all time. I'd go Chinatown. But yeah. Randall Patrick McMurphy was pretty good. Too. Yeah. That was a great. I was thinking of that as a theater. What about you can't handle the truth? <laughs> a few good men? Yeah. Man, was there ever a better iconic line than that? What was the other one that he said in Batman? Uh, he had a- Wait till they see, get a look at me now. <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. There's no now on the end. No, you you changed it. Wait till they get to see me now. (laughs) You went Broadway. I well, I did. Yeah, I extrapolated. (laughs) Wait till they get to see me now. (laughs) I made it more great white way, dude. Now I know we did it. Episode three, we will have a guest surprise guest. So please tune in. This is exciting. There will be a guest. First two apps, no guest. Third app, guest. <laughs> now that's a tease. It's going to be a good one. That's too. a tease. Yeah. It's going to be a I can't good. wait to see who it is. Did we do it? Season two. Guest next week. You want to do a take two? Do another one. I guess we'll have guests. 
like Kevin wanted. Oh, well, I guess. Thanks everybody for coming to Did We Do It? Did We Do It? everybody. Please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. It will really help me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.